Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. Hi there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center and Contact Center podcast, where we try to give you some actionable items that can help improve your overall contact center, improve your agent quality, and hopefully improve the the customer experience as well. What's going on, everybody? I hope everyone is staying safe. I know we're hopefully at the, I guess maybe <laughs> maybe we bottomed out and we're we're kind of on our way working working back up. That's at least what we're all hoping for right now. Uh, we're in Pennsylvania where you know, we are kind of having the debate of, of whether things should be opening back up or not. Luckily, we are in northwestern Pennsylvania, so I'm away from, from Philadelphia and, and really Pittsburgh as well. So we've, we've seen very low episodes of, of COVID-19. So we think, and what people are saying is we should be one of the first counties and cities to open back up in Pennsylvania. So fingers crossed on that. Um, luckily, we have been able to to stay open, uh, but I know that there's a lot of people that are really hurt, and so hopefully, hopefully we can get this this thing moving to moving again here uh, very shortly. A couple quick things, guys. Before I want to talk today, I want to talk about security with your at-home agents, right? So we we've kind of talked a lot about you know building a foundation for for call center agents at home. What are some of the techniques that we've been using that I think are helpful? But really haven't talked a lot about security and, and PCI compliance and, and even kind of delving a little bit into HIPAA. Um, so I wanted to kind of talk to you about that today. But one quick thing, uh, May 6th, which is kind of coming up here, I am going to be a kind of, I guess, kind of a, a solo customer presenter for Nice and Contact on a, a, a TMCnet.com webinar. So it's May 6th for an hour. Pretty excited. I get a bunch of time to talk, which is always, I guess, pretty good for me. Uh, but basically, gonna gonna lay out the the plan that we did for our at home agents in in real detail, right? So it's kind of the 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 gist of the webinar is really laying the foundation for your at home. But I wanted to go into real detail on, on the things that we're doing. So I don't like theoretical, like kind pie in the sky kind of things of, of what you should be doing, but trying to give you guys some really, again, actionable items. So I think that's a cool webinar. Um, we just did a webinar with Knights in Contact on the 23rd last week, last Wednesday, Thursday. It went really well with a couple of friends from uh, basically the Connecticut 211 and the Tampa Bay 211 uh, Contact Center. So really cool. Um, check that out. If you want to see all any of the stuff that I'm on or any of the webinars that we'll be doing, just you know, look me up on LinkedIn. Also on Twitter, and, and the, there's the advice from Call Center Geek, uh, Twitter and LinkedIn as well. But okay, let's talk about security. So, you know, everybody's moved, to, or most people, 99% of you guys have moved to some type of virtualization of your contact center. You have at-home agents, whether you're a financial services call center, whether you're a retail call center, whether you're in any, any type of industry that's using credit card information, security information, um, investment information, those type of really kind of details that need to be secure, you know, I, I was always very nervous about that with, with at-home agents. So I've thought about this a lot with, with some of the things that, that we have done and wanted to do and, and have kind of implemented with 
or security with our at-home agents. So let's talk about the basic stuff first, right? So we are giving all of our agents their, their computers. So they get a computer, they get a headset, they get a keyboard, they get a mouse when they take the, the system home. So we did that so we can make sure that we have all the stuff, right, that we want on there. Stuff meaning any type of enterprise virus protection, right? We use Sophos for that. So we have enterprise virus protection on all the computers that these guys are bringing home. We have to make sure that we have the system as locked down as we possibly can so that there's no data that can be used from a flash drive that can be you know, downloaded or uploaded, trying to be as secure as we possibly can. Making sure that the computer, um, we have a basically a one-minute kind of go to sleep, right? So the computer locks after one minute. Things like that I think are really important. The other thing is we have to make sure we're, we're using Log Me In, that you have some way to log into the computer in case there's an issue. That's a little bit security, but that's also a little bit so it's not a real pain in the rear in case you have issues with your, your associates you know, with a, with a technical issue. But this way I think it's important too that they always know that you, know, you can be on their system, that you can be there. We, we also have the reps tell us when they're logging off. Like we know when their shift is over, but it, let, let's say the shift's over at 8 o'clock. They're going to say, hey, 8 o'clock, logging off. So we know the computer should be off. So we can go in and check and, and log in to make sure that the system is actually off, that they're not using it for anything other than for the work purposes. I think that that's kind of, that's kind of an important deal as well. That's what we have done with the systems and the computers that we're giving to the associates. We've also found, just as an FYI, not too much on the security, it's okay, Wi-Fi is good, right? And most of the Wi-Fi has worked 90% of the, I guess 90% of the time it's, it's really good, but for those five to 7% times when, when it's just not working, we're, we're trying to have all of the reps kind of just plug in right to the router if they can, right? So that's the preferred method. Secondary is to use the Wi-Fi, but you know that's some things that you may want to kind of talk with your associates as well. And the other thing is, we're hearing a lot of people are using Bluetooth headsets. That that's a real struggle, I think, um, especially when you're using kind of Wi-Fi with Bluetooth. There's just a lot of points of failure there. So try to. I know it's difficult to find some USB headsets right now, but but trying to find some things that that they're definitely. Uh, wired wired into the uh, into the computer all right let's talk about some policies and procedures so every single associate because they're taking their computer home is getting their own we have them sign a policy that basically says all the things that we just kind of talked about they're only going to use it for work purposes um, they're only going to log in during certain times when their shift is there um, you know those types of things and also that they're going to bring it back they understand that we're going to hold their check until if they if they decide to quit or no longer be part of the organization, then they have to bring their computer back in. We give them the check, um, so we hold that last check for th- with that. So, just some real basic things, nothing too crazy, but just so they understand that it's for work only. That they are going to make sure that uh, it's logged off when they're not on it. Um, you know those those types of things. Let's talk about something that's kind of a bigger deal as well, which is PCI compliance. And, and you guys know I've said this a couple of times. Is a lot of the times at-home agents, you're, just because your policies are PCI compliant, the, the actual process, what the reps are doing is not. right. So you have to make sure that if you're collecting credit card information that you have some type of PCI method. So let's, let's talk about this for a second. So there's, there's preferred ways for PCI compliance. Number one is that we don't store any or collect any credit card information. So the, the best way to do this, right, is if you are selling a product 
or if you're collecting credit card information, that when that customer calls in, if it's a one-time deal, right? So you know the product is going to be twenty-two dollars and seventy-two cents. There are, and I'm not going to name them because I'm not here to uh, to vouch for any vendor here. But there's a lot of software that's out there that allows a customer to use their phone and just punch their digits in while they're talking to the associate, right? So then that way the associate never hears the uh, hears what the credit card information is. It can fill into the screen, automatically go out to the credit card processor, uh, come back, and be good. So that's one way of doing it. That's kind of the preferred. But a lot of times, a lot of you guys and a lot of the clients that we have have maybe monthly payments, right? So, right, whether there is a credit card that's going to be put on file, you know, those types of things that that need to be stored in a system or maybe for us given to the client. So if we can't do just a, a natural purchase, right, then what we've been doing is using the IVR, and we have some API connectivity, and this is something very easily that you can do as well. And it doesn't matter if you have running contact or a 5.9 or a Genesis or a TalkDesk. These are some methods that you can use for, for anything. And when we get to a point in the screen or point in the call that there is going to be credit card information done, we say for security purposes, Mrs. Smith, we're going to send you to a automated system so that you can put your credit card information in. Is that okay? They say yes. We take them, press a button. They go to the IVR. IVR prompts them to give their credit card information. That information comes back into the screen. Um, it went to our CRM. The data gets saved. All we see is the last four digits of the um, credit card information. So then that way, if there's any disclosures or any of those types of things that we read, um, we can fill in those last four digits and, and we're okay there. So that's that's another method of just making sure that maybe your reps are totally fine, right? And and you totally trust your reps because I get that all the time. Well, if you can't trust your at-home reps, then why are you hiring them? And I might trust my reps 100%, but I might not trust their roommate, right? And the roommate may be walking right behind them and, and seeing your credit card number and just writing it down maybe without them even knowing it. There's a lot of things that there's more variables. I guess that's all it is, right? I'm, I'm not saying it can't be overcome. There's just more variables to the at-home process, and you have to be prepared for that to make sure that uh, that you're going to be okay. Kind of the same thing with HIPAA, but just making sure that you're using and you're masking calls and you're masking data as much as you possibly can. You know, especially on recordings, if if you have the full digits of the credit card number that you're re-verifying, if any of that's on a recording, make sure that that's being masked. Um, so I think that that's, that's really important, but so that's kind of what I have for you guys today. I know everybody's been really busy. I'm trying to make these a little bit shorter too. Not a lot of people just can can hang out for a half hour and kind of listen to a call center podcast. So I just want to give you some tidbits that you can use here that you can think, think through a little bit. Um, but I think that that hopefully can help you a little bit, uh, you know, with, with some of the security and some of the things that you're looking at. Also, uh, just before I go to any of you guys are looking to, uh, move to the cloud, move to a different contact center provider, uh, looking for new software for your contact center or for for your customer experience, you know, let me know. We have a, it's callcentergeekconsulting.com is a website. There's a landing page there. If you'd like to talk to me, we can have just a quick one-on-one conversation. I can try to help you as much as I possibly can for any of the newer technology or software if you're moving, you know, after you've maybe had a bad COVID-19 experience with the, the platform that you were on. Um, please, please, please do not hesitate. 
and also the the community advice from a call center geek facebook community is really kind of hopping so please i, I encourage and everyone join that i'll uh, just just request to be uh to be added and I'll, uh, I'll add you there as soon as I see it and, and you guys can kind of join into that that conversation as well I think that's that's been a really cool resource for for all of us as well to kind of use and it's starting to be used more and more every single day now which is pretty cool so again guys thank you very much please 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 stay safe um, I hope all of you guys are, are doing very well I hope that this has not affected you horrifically um, and if it if it has I hope that you can just hold on for just a little bit longer and I think you know we'll, we should be at least starting to move to a point where we're, we're getting back to, to normal so again thank you guys for listening and uh, I will talk to you all you guys next week